what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Yud Aleph of Masechta Shkolim. Um, Daf Yud Aleph. Yeah, we 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 wrap up the previous Mishnah talking about um, what to do with those uh, Moser Apiris that if you could sell them to Hektesh and 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 try to make some extra money off of that. And then we move on to the next halacha, halacha Gimel, which talks about Kitoras. Uh, which is actually interesting. I I don't know too much about money laundering to be honest, but it sounds like we get there's like a funny little game that you gotta play with regards to Katoris, which we're gonna we're gonna see over here. Maybe if there are some money laundering experts, they can confirm or deny if uh, if this is similar in any ways. But anyways, let's go weiter. We're on Daf Yud Aleph Mur Aleph. Had the two dots, Lamaisa. About ten lines into the page, Rabbi Kiva Omer in Mistakun Chulis. So Rabbi Kiva disagreed with Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Shmuel says, "Look, if you have leftover um, shiare alishka, so Kila with the shiare alishka, there were certain things that um, what was it? Was it leftover shiare alishka, right? Yeah. So so right with the shiare alishka, you were able to um, what were we able to do with the shiare alishka? I think that was that the stuff that was used for the. Oh yeah, I can't even remember anything. Oh gosh, what do we do with the Shari Alishka? Oh, is that Ah the Kevesh Par of a Kevesh Sari Mishtalech, etc. Right. So what do you do if you have leftovers from that? So then Rabbi Yishmael suggested that you can basically buy wholesale and sell retail and the profit will go to um to the was it to the to, to Hectish. So says so. So Rabbi Akiva was not into that. He says that right there. Right that you know, you when it comes to you don't you don't you know kind of make those deals with hektish nor with um, the money from poor people. So now says the Gemara. But if he's willing to say that any losses will be incurred by him and any profit and any gains will go to the base Amikdash, so then Beseda, then that would be okay. Then then it's you know. Only when. Kado Barzmina is paked gabe model de Yasmin. Like this fellow Barzmina, that uh, there was some money of orphans that he was responsible for. Also, Bishalur Abmane. So he asked Abmane, Can I invest this money? So Amale in Boys, the I have said the Didach, Vagu de Tarvaichon Shari. He says, Look, you know, Abmane said, as long as you're willing to say that if the, uh, the that there's a loss, you will cover it, and whatever you know, and then you're and then you'll split the the profits. So so you know there is a chance that you could profit from it because whatever whatever profits there are, you'll split. But you are also willing to to take responsibility for to cover any losses. Then that would be permitted. Alright, so he had some money from orphans and, and this is what he did. He, he, you know, he invested it, um, with the understanding that if there were any losses, he would, he would be responsible to cover them. Moser Paris. Okay, so the Mishnah had then continued and said that Bishmos says that Moser Paris kates on his back, Moser Chumilchleisharis. That the leftover fruits go to the, to, to buy these, um, kates on his offerings and the leftover Chumasalishka is uh you um you use to buy um clay sharis uh vessels that they would use in the temple. So now the question is what 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 are these 
Mosar Aperis. What are these leftover fruits? So we have a machlokas. Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi Yochanan. So Masnisan to Rabbi Shmueli. So first we want to say that the Mishnah is referring to what Rabbi Shmuel said earlier, right? So Rabbi Shmuel said earlier in the Mishnah that if you have this Mosar Shari Lishka, that if you have these leftover money from the uh, Lishka, right? This money that was not put in the three boxes during the three times it, it stayed in the office. So then there were, right, there were certain things that you could do with that money. Whatever was left over from it, so Bishmael says that they would um, buy wholesale wine, oil, flour, and then when people come to bring them as be- uh, the, the korbanis, um, the Besamikdash could sell it, sell these things at a retail price, which is higher than the wholesale price, and and whatever profit would go to the base HaMikdash. So, 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 what we want to say right now is that when we say that when the Mishnah says, that these uh, leftover funds from fruits go to the Mizbeach, uh, or the Ketz HaMizbeach, these like uh, offerings for when there's no other offerings in the Mizbeach. So, what are these fruits? It's talking about the profits from these fruits that they would buy wholesale and sell retail. All right. So, Jabhiya Bar Yosef Pasar, because Jabhiya Bar Yosef explained, Masnisa Moser Paris Sachar Lehektish. Because Jabhiya Bar Yosef explains that, that Moser Paris Sachar Lehektish, that what's this Moser Paris? It's Dafka referring to the, um, money of these fruits that they uh, bought wholesale and sold resale. Moser Nesachim. What's Moser Nesachim? Zosarivius, whereas the Moser um, Nesachim is this fourth Rivius. Well, what's this fourth Rivius? As we mentioned yesterday, that they would make a, 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 they would negotiate a deal, and if the deal for that year was that the Beis Hamikdash would purchase four sa'a of flour for a sella, and then the price went up, and now you only get three sa'a of flour for one sella. The, they would retain that price of four sa'a of flour for a sella, which means that they gain an extra sa'a of flour for every sella spent. So it's referring to th- this profit of this extra sa'a in this case, that that was, um, that that would be, um, what do we say for the, um, for, for the, um, clay shars, right? Uh, okay, fine. Rabbi Yochanan, Pasa Masnisa, Mosar Peres, Zosar Revius, Mosar Nesachim, Leverut. And so Rabbi Yochanan explained our Mishnah that when we're saying that Mosar Aperis, right, that when, that when Rabbi Shmuel says that Mosar Aperis are for Ketzim Mizbeach, it's actually referring to the Mosar, um, it's referring to the, where am I? Masnisa, Mosar Peres, Zosar Revius. That is that fourth Sa'a that we're talking about. And Mosin Asachim, when we say that Mosin Asachim are for the Klesharis, so that's Beirutsin. That's talking about when you have like overflowing flour, so then, so then that flour is the profit, is the, is the, um, um, this extras that we're talking about that goes for the Klesharis. Okay. Right. That when, uh, that when they would provide flour to the base of so there would be a little bit more than they needed. So that extra, would be would go towards the klishars. But Yosef, we said that the Paris are talking about the the wholesale retail thing and the um Nisachim that's what it was, right? Nisachim? Yeah, and the Nisachim is talking about 
um, the extra saw. So what does he do about this like overflowing, overbrimming flower? Does he not learn that? So so Rebchizkiah says, no, according to Rebchia bar Yosef, it's the same thing. Kila, when we say that the Nesachim is referring to the fourth saw, it's also talking about the, meaning the fourth saw of flower, it's also talking about the overflowing flower. Kila, all the Nyani flowers. All the Nyani flower. Yosef nichos. Now the Gemara says that Taka, according to Rebchia bar Yosef, it's very nice. It makes sense. How come? Because a Mistakrin bishel hektish, aflo bishel anim. Because, so according to Bechiba Yosef, who says that, what are the Paris that we're talking about? We're talking about the Paris that Rabbi Shmuel had mentioned earlier, i.e., when they would take the money and then buy a whole bunch of flour, oil, and wine, and then sell it for a higher price later, and that money would go, the profit would go to the base of Mikdash. So we know that, that Akiva, in our mission, Rabbi Akiva argued on Rabbi Shmuel and says, no, we don't invest money of hectish like that. And therefore, it would make sense that Reb Akiva and also Reb Chanina, right? We saw that Rabbi Akiva and Reb Chanina both argue, disagree with um, Rabbi Ishmael, right? If we look at our Mishnah, Rabbi Ishmael, most of our parents, Ketz Mizbeach, most of Chuma Lechleisharis. Now, Rabbi Akiva argues and says, no, most of Chuma Lechleisharis, most of the Chuma Lechleisharis, most of the Chuma And then Rabbi Chanina's kind of quantum flips it around, Seder. So we see that both Rabbi Chanina's kind of quantum and Rabbi Akiva argue on. Rabbi Ishmael, so that would make sense if you say that when Rabbi Ishmael says that the Moser Aperus is for Ketzim Mizbeach, the Moser Aperus is talking about the, 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 the leftover, right, the Shiare, the Moser Shiare Alishka that were invested in the oil, wine, and, 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 uh, and, and flour. Right, um, right, a Mistakim Bishel Hektish, Aflo Bishel Anim. And that is why Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Chanina both argue with Rabbi Shmuel because they, they, they hold that you're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to take hektish and invest it for wine, oil, and flour. But according to Rabbi Yochanan, it's taka a question. Because according to Rabbi Yochanan, when Rabbi Shmuel is talking about Moser Aperis, he says that that's talking about He says that the Moser Paris is talking about um, the, 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 the flower, Kilu, when the deal with the four saw and the three saw. But if that, but why would Rabbi, why would Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Chanina Skanaquanim argue with Rabbi Ishmael in that case? Because after all, we learned in the Mishnah, if the price of the flower went up to be three saw for a seller, well, the, the the supplier has to continue to give four saw for that same seller because that was the deal that they negotiated. In which case, Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Chanina Skanakwanim agree with that. So then why would they be arguing in the Mishnah? And our Mishnah says that both Rabbi Chanina and Rabbi Kiva argued with Rabbi Shema regarding the Paris being used for the but if the Paris is just referring to the to 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 to, to the four saw, so then uh, right the saw revius. So then what's there to argue about? So how you modern Paris became the mizbeach of a modern are you bechleishar? So the Gemara answers no. What they disagreed with Rabbi Ishmael in the Mishnah is Rabbi Ishmael says that the Moser Paris goes to the mizbeach, i.e. 
Rabbi Yochan is saying that this Moser appears is referring to the to the Sari Revius, and Rabbi Shmuel saying that that goes for Ketzim Mizbeach, and what Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Chanina are arguing and saying that no, it doesn't go for the Ketzim Mizbeach. While they do admit, however, right that when they agree by the Sari Revius, that's that it would be used for Klesharis. So now, when we say that the overflow of the of the of the flour can be used for the klesharis. Okay, so I understand if we're talking about communal flower offerings. What about personal flower offerings? If we if we use the um, overflow, the, the extra flour from individual flower offerings, is would that be able to be used to purchase klesharis? Wouldn't that mean that we're using individual property for the communal klesharis? Kadad Tanina so the Gumar answers, no, it's like that which we learned the other day. If you have the mother of a Kohen Gadol who made a, a tunic for her son, the Kohen Gadol, there's no problem. As long as she gives it over to be the property of the Tzibor. So here also, that would be fine. As long as this individual who is donating his extra flower for the Klesharis, no, you know, is clear that he's donating it to the communal uh, property. Okay, so now we said that the dry, I mean, I, I can understand if you have, um, um, I'm sorry, I can understand if you have moist over, over brims, right? Uh, surface tension kind of stuff, right? When, when, when the liquid kind of goes above the lip of the utensil a little bit. So in that case, um, so like if you think about it, when you pour a liquid into a cup, right? So what happens is like, okay, the, the first stuff, kind of like, I mean, I don't know about the physics, but the, at least the theory in this stuff of Gemara is if you take, uh, let's say a pitcher and you pour into a glass of water and you fill up the glass. So the water that hits the, gla- the, the cup first is ultimately going to keep on getting replaced and end up at the top, which means that whatever is over above the brim actually was at some point inside of the cup itself, as opposed, and this is easier to visualize, to flour. Flour, as you fill it up, the new flour is just going on top of the existing flour, which means that whatever is overheaping was never inside the cup. As opposed to liquid, you know, it, the, 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 the liquid that's kind of like oh, just above the lip um, could very well have actually made contact with the inside of the cup. So that's the kasha. So I understand if you have an overflowing of, 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 of liquids that... Right, that um, that, that, that could be for, cause they already became holy by touching the klesharis. So then these, all, these extras can be used towards, you know, purchasing klesharis. But what about the, the dry ones, which never came in contact with the klesharis, which means that they never became holy? So, well, it's like that which we learned over there. Well, if you add nisachim, these, uh, libations that became holy specifically in the vessel, and then it turns out that the, Offering was possible. If there's another offering over there, well, then you can offer these uh, these libations with that other offering. And if not, uh, if 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 it if this um, if this um, uh, these libations that the, that their animal ended up becoming possible, if you don't find anything to do with them by the night, well, then they'll become possible overnight. Uh, but what we see there, though, is the Afghan Anasachim Shekitchu Bechli. 
that the Davka became holy in the, in, in the Kli, i.e. the assumption is that they came in contact with the Kli itself, um, which means that that would be important and therefore flour uh, would not fit that bill since the stuff all the way at the top never actually came in contact with the Kli. It just kind of like piled on, on top of the stuff beneath it. All right. New uh, Mishnah. So what do you do with the leftover Torahs? What does this mean? Well, what's the leftover Torahs? So basically there were There were 368 Mones of Torahs that they would prepare every single year. And they would prepare it at the beginning of the year for the entire year. And it was the family of Avtinas that were the experts in making the Torahs. So now... Um, they would create 360, they would make 368 of these manas. Now, every single day, they would offer, uh, one mana, half in the morning, half at night. Which means that there were three extra mana every single year. So what do you do with it, at, with it at the end of the year? Because the Ketoris, as we said, was purchased with money from the, uh, shkalim. And the money for the shkalim is from year to year. You can't use the shkalim from one year to the next. And therefore, you also can't use the Ketoris that was purchased with the shkalim, um, from one year to the next. So what do you do with these extra uh, um, with this extra guitarist, how can you make it available for use the next year? So says the Mishnah Mosak Torahs, Mahayu Osimba, how did they sort of navigate it so that the guitarist that was left over at the end of the year could still be used the next year? So listen up. Mafrishi Mimena Schaya Omanin. So what they would do, they would do is, well, you have, you have uh, people working in the base of Mikdash, artisans building things for the base of Mikdash. So what you do is you have money that's set aside to pay them. So you take that money, umchalin osa al mosa umanin. So you take the uh, kitores, which is is hectish, you transfer its holiness onto the money that you're going to use to pay the workers. Vinosnin osa bischarin. So now the kitores is no longer holy. So because you transferred its holiness onto that money. And now you pay the workers with this deconsecrated Ketoris, incense. V'chozrin, but it's not over yet. V'lokhin osa mitchumachadosh. And now what you do is, you take coins from the new year, and you buy back, now these coins are, 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 are Kodesh. So now you transfer the holiness of these new coins, of the new machzis uh, shekels, you transfer their holiness onto the ketores. So the ketores is now once again holy with the new shekel holiness, and therefore it can be used for this year. And now, and that money, the new shekels are no longer holy because their holiness was transferred onto the ketores. And that non-holy money can now be given to pay those workers. Alright. And we say that's of course assuming that the uh shekels uh arrived on time, so then they can use the new Mahtisa shekels. If not, then they will be forced to use the old Mahtisa shekels, which apparently I guess would be okay with the Evid. Now, Fracti Gamara, good Kasha Vilonimsa Ektish Mskala Hektish, one second. One second. That all sounds great, but we're missing a point here. One important point is that what's the money that they were using in the first place to pay these workers? The answer is money from the Bedekabais. Hectish money. So the money was already hectish. Meaning this whole thing we were explaining to say that you take the money that, or that you take this Ketoris which is holy and you transfer it onto the money that, that they were going to use to pay the artisans which is Chulin. 
The problem is that the money isn't chulin. The money is coming from the bedek abayis, so it's taka hektish. So you can't you can't transfer a kedusha onto other kedusha in order to make one the other one chulin. That's not going to work. So listen up. Ketzaru osa. So what do you do? So Amr Shimon Barbisna maybe most mechalin al abinyan. So what you do is you take regular money. And no, 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 no. You don't take regular money. You take the money from the Bedek Havais, which is hektish. Now, these artisans, they just built something for the Beis Hamikdash. The thing that they built is not, doesn't have the Kedusha yet. They wouldn't, it didn't have Kedusha yet. We had to give it holiness. How do we give it holiness? So they would take this money from the Bedek Havais, which is holy, which is hektish. They would transfer the Kedusha from this money onto what was just built. Now that thing that was built for the Beis Hamikdash becomes holy. And the money from the Bede Kabais is no longer holy. Alright. So now, I have to turn the page. Umevi Kitoris, and now you bring in the Kitoris, which is holy. Umechala Lein, and now you can transfer the holiness of the Kitoris onto this money whose holiness has been transferred onto the building. Umechala Lein, and now, and, and you make the Kitoris Chulin by transferring their holiness onto the uh, money. Vinosnim osa la omanin, and you give the katoris now, which is no longer holy, to the um, uh, workers. Bisharin as their payment. Period. And then you go back and you take the new shekels and you transfer their holiness onto the katoris. The katoris now is holy once again, and the new shekels are not. You give the new shekels to the to the people as their as their payment. And um, now the holiness of the new shekels have been transferred to the um, Ketores. And now, um, um, you know, the people get paid with their money. The Ketores is now holy with the new holiness and it can be used the next year. Okay, a whole dance. Yeah, all right. Why did I think that that must be like similar to like laundering money? I don't know much about laundering money, but like, I f- is there something similar there? Like basically you have this stuff, you have this like uh, um, um, incense, which is from last year, so you can't use it, right? It's like kind of off limits and you want to make it kosher to be able to use. So you kind of like transfer it onto this and then you put that there and you give this to these workers and then you do that and magically all of a sudden the same Kitaris can is, is clean and laundered and able to be used for the new year. I don't know, is there something similar there? Eh, I'll go upon him. So, so somewhere along this way, there was money. What do we do with it? Which money are we talking about? We're talking about the initial money that, right? So you took money from the Bede Kabayas and you transferred their holiness onto whatever structure was just built. Now they're chulin. You took the, you took the Torres and you transferred its holiness onto that money. Now you took new shekels. And you transfer their holiness onto the Ketoris. What about the first money from Bedek Abayis that the holiness of the Ketoris was transferred onto them? What do you do with that? So what do you do with that money? So Rebbe Omer says, Rebbe, So Rebbe says, well, that money that has the holiness of the Ketoris, you give to those families. You give to the Besavtinas who were responsible for making the Ketoris, or to the Beis Garmu, who were, who, who, were, who were responsible for the Lechem Aponim, which I guess would be acceptable because Lechem Aponim was coming from the same, I guess at the same level of holiness, I guess, as the Ketoris, because both of them come from the Mahtis HaShekel. 
that they were the experts when it came to the Ketoris. I think Beis Garmu was the Lechem upon him, Beis Avtinas was the Ketoris, I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, there you go, there you go. Peter Maktoros of Maisel Lechem Aponim as well as Lechem Aporim respectively. Lechem Aponim respectively, right? Beis Abtinas was Maktoros and Beis Garmu was Lechem Aponim. Amr Shmuel Bar Yitzchak ve'enchu chayovid loin ba'os Mishal Rishona. But says Shmuel Bar Yitzchak, but that's of course only if Beis Abtinas and Beis Garmu is owed money. Don't just give them the money for no reason. If they're owed money, so then you can use this money and give it to them for their payment. Rebchia Bar Ba. Ba'i, so Rebchia Bar Ba asks, there's going to be a lot of buzz, there's in general a lot of buzz in Mesechta Shkolem Yerushalmi, but there's going to be another Bar Ba, okay? Rebchia Bar Ba Ba'i, alright? What do you do? What do you do if they didn't owe them any money? So now you have this money that has the holiness of Victorious, what do you do with it? So also Rabba, B'Shem Rebchia, I think Bar Ba, B'Shem Rebiosi, something like that, Mekaitzin, there was like some changes there, but but the point is, we're going to see the point in a second. Mekaitzin boyanes hamizbeach, you can use this money for the case of mizbeach. They can use this money for the case of mizbeach. So if you had this money that the holiness of Ketoris was transferred to that to it, and you didn't have to pay anything to the base of Tinos or the base um, um, Garmu, so what do you do with this money? You can use it to buy the um, the those case of mizbeach offerings. Now, in fact, the Gemara. Rabba bar Cohen by Kumi Rab Yosi Michlif Ashit said Rabchia Barba Taman Tzuichale Vichol Pashtale. What does that mean? It means that you have this Rabchia Barba who asked and answered his own question, and and Rabba bar Cohen wants to know what changed so quickly. On the one end, Rabchia Barba says like, what do you do with um, this extra? What what do you do with this money that has the Holy Sikhatoris? And all of a sudden he's answering, oh yeah, you use it for the kids Mizbeach. What changed? So the Gemara answers, No, he, 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 Rabbi Chia Barba has, has no question as to that this money can be used for the Ketz Mizbeach offerings. What he was asking initially was, can you also use it to um, to purchase Kleisharis? And so I guess he's not sure about that. This Palgun, because it's Taka Machlekes, Pitma Bechulit. What if you have Ketoris that was, that was uh, constructed in Chulin, in something that's not holy. Rabbi Yossi, Barab Chanina, Omer Psula, Rabbi Shur Ben Levi, Omer Ksher. So Rabbi Yossi, Barab Chanina says that, that, that Ketoris that was prepared, not in Kleishares, so Rabbi Yossi, Barab Chanina says it's possible, Rabbi Yossi, Barab Levi says it's Taka Kosher. Matam, Rabbi Yossi, Barab Chanina, Akam, Rabbi Yossi, Barab Chanina says it's Kosher. It's possible. Because Kodeshi, the Pasuk says Kodeshi, it's holy, that it should be made in something holy, in a Kleishares. Matam the Rabbi Shulban Levi, Akam Rabbi Shulban Levi says that Ketoris that's prepared not in Kleisharis is Take Kosher. So, Kodashi Shetei Bar Mitchuma Salishka. When it, the Pasuk says Kodashi, it just means that it needs to come from the Chuma Salishka, from the Machtus HaShekel, okay? Rabbi Yossi Bar Bun, Asid Rabbi Yossi Bar Abchanina Kishmua. Okay, so it says Rabbi Yossi Bar Bun, that Rabbi Yossi Ben Chanina's opinion is like Shmua, but Rabbi Shulban Levi, Kerb Yechanon. A person who, who, who made holy his um, property. There were things on his property that were fit for uh, public offerings. What is it? So, okay. Rabbi Yochanan Amar Ketoris. Rabbi Yochanan says, what are we talking about public offerings? It means Ketoris. So we see here that a person is being Maktish's property and there is Ketoris there. And it's private. 
and it wasn't made in Klesharis. And we seem to be assuming that that's okay. So therefore, that is like Rabbi Shua ben Levi. And that was like Rabbi, Rabbi Yochanan, that was Rabbi Yochanan's opinion. So Rabbi Yochanan ben Levi says, this kasha must be like Rabbi Yochanan. So, says Rabbi Shaya, not necessarily you could say that who are we talking about? Who is being Maktish's property? Somebody from the house of Beis uh, Avtinas who works on the Ketoris anyways and it actually was Ketoris that he took back from the Beis Amikdash with the um, that was prepared in the Klesharis. With Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Hanina Kishmuel and we said Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Hanina is like Shmuel the Amr Rabbi Huna B'Shem Shmuel Rabbi Huna says the name of Shmuel Machtashes Asu also Asu also Kichle Sharis Lekodesh that Shmuel says that Yudavka need to prepare the um Ketores in a Klesharis. So we see that Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Hanina, who says that if you prepare the Ketores outside of a Klesharis, it's possible, it's like Shmuel says that Yudavka need to prepare the Ketores in a Klesharis. I'm Rabbi Yosef by Rebun, I'm Rabbi Huna, Kumi Rabbi Yosef, Davashe, Kidesh Beklesharis, Nifteh, but one second. We, we just explained how you could be Pode Ketores. Right? And you can kind of transfer its value onto Hulan, onto money. But someone that was prepared in a klisharis, would you be able to, to be podet? So, they answered that, yeah, but it's the opinion of Shmuel that we could be makel when it comes to Moser, that uh, when there's like leftovers, we could be lenient um, and say that, yes, you would be able to be podet, um, um, this leftover kitaris. This pagun, because it's the machloka, so sirut mimim. What happens if you have leftover korban tamids? Because again, we would use the machtas shekel to buy all the korbanos for that year. But they would always have um, an extra six korbanos on hand so that they, you know, they should never run out. Was, right? Because every day there was always um, the tamid shal shachar and tamid shal ben abayim. And let's say it was like a three, it worked out that it was like a three day yomtif. So then you would have to have enough for three days. So they always had six uh, animals that were kosher for a korban on hand. What happens at the end of the year when there's six extras? So Shmuel Amr Niftin Kismim. So Shmuel says you just you just uh, redeem them. No problem because it's most actish. You can redeem it. Rabbi Yochanan Amr Niftin Kipsule Amukdashim. Rabbi Yochanan says that no, they have to be you uh, be poda like Psule Amukdashim, i.e., that you let them graze until they get a mum. You can't just be poed to them, stam. They have to get a mum first. Hosiru si'irim. What if they had extra goats that they had set aside for korban chattases, for communal korban chattases? So that did the Shmuel, imolin if they sokoshkin chattas. So according to Shmuel, he says, look, if, so Shmuel said that already by the korban tamas, which are an ola, you could just redeem them. So he'll say the same thing also by the goats of a korban chattas. And that did Yochanan, Amrib Zeira Yiru. So according to Rabbi Yochanan, who says that when it comes to the 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 the, the korban tamids, the olas, so the extra six korbanos, he said you have to let, wait until they get a mum. So Rabbi Zeira explains according to Rabbi Yochanan that same thing applies to these goats, these extra communal sin offering goats. You just let them um, graze until they get a mum. Amr Bishmuel Bar Rav Yitzchak Mekaitzin Boy Nesam Esbeach says Bishmuel Bar Rav Yitzchak that you use them for the Kaitzim Esbeach offerings. Vikasha Yishchadet Shkreva Ola. But we ask the Kasha, one second. How could it possibly be that you have a Korban Chatas, right? I Meaning the Ketzim Ezbeach were Korban Olas. So how could 
Rav Shmuel could possibly say that these extra goats from the sin offerings you can use for the Ketz Mezbech. Ketz Mezbech is an Ola. How can you offer a Korban Chatas as a Korban Ola? So Rav Yosa, Shanyei, She'en Korban Osiba Nekbayin Ela B'Shchita. Interesting. So it says Rav Yosa, Rav Yosa, this is Taka Shtikol different because uh, communal offers, they only actually get, you know, decided and established as a particular offering at the time that they're slaughtered. And therefore, even though these goats were set aside to be communal sin offerings, they are not actually officially sin offerings until they're slaughtered. And therefore, since they were extra, and we're going to use them for the Ketz Mizbech, so at the time of the slaughtering, if we're slaughtering them for an Ola, Ketz Mizbech, then there'll be an Ola. Rebchia says that it's like a, a stipulation of Bezdin, that when it comes to leftovers, they can always be offered as, as, as a Korban Ola, that Kilu. From the outset, this was the deal, that these goats that are going to be for the Chatas, in the event that they are leftovers, they'll, they'll be able to use, be used as a, as a Korban Ola. Well, that was Daf uh, Yud Aleph, friends. Um, yeah, at the beginning of Daf Yud Aleph, we uh, continued from the previous Mishnah, talking about the, the extra fruits that you sell, uh, you buy wholesale and sell retail. And then we talked about how to be poda uh, ketores that is left over at the end of the year that you want to be able to use on the next year. And there's a whole way to like transfer its value onto money and then use that money with the, to put the value of the the holiness of ketores onto the money. And then you buy back the ketores with the new shekels and now it becomes part of the new year. And yeah, so that was, that was interesting. And uh, yeah, that was Daf uh, Yudalaf. Hope you enjoyed it. Peace out.